0: Because it's really, really, I think it's so short-sighted. I think you're cutting your nose off to spite your face. And it drives me nuts. So I, rec- I go ahead, I, I, I will go off on this because it drives me bananas. Kirby, what say you? my old friend (laughs) come to dance with me again that's right as we open up episode number 112 of the promo front podcast i'm one of your hosts bill petrie and i have tested positive for covid-19 so i'm fighting a little hurt this morning but with me is always on this broadcast the platoon leader of poutine himself the one and only kirby (laughs) hasaman kirby how the hell are you I don't even know what that title means.
1: That's cool. I can't wait to find out. Uh, I'm doing well. Um, Your soothing voice, your COVID voice gives you a great singing voice. So that's great. Uh, In comparison to you, I'm doing great. Uh, Just trying to uh, keep all the plates spinning in my life, just like you are yours. And so other than that, I'm doing fantastic. How about you, buddy?
0: Uh, You know, it's been a week. Um, I tested positive for COVID on Sunday. Mm -hmm. This past week, started feeling a little crummy Saturday night, tested positive, just not feeling good fever. So I decided to go and take a home test, tested positive. Um, I was really sick. If anybody remembers in December, I never tested positive for anything, not COVID, not the flu. These symptoms are the exact same symptoms. So I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure I had COVID back then. Yeah. I will have to say much milder for me this time. Yeah. So I'm not complaining. I've been fighting through it and been able to rest, which has been great. Um, uh, my bride does have it as well. She tested positive a day later. So we have been in a COVID lockdown, um, and, uh, sleeping in separate rooms, just trying to, you know, so people have feel comfortable coughing and not waking the person <laughs> up and all that. Yeah. So it's been an interesting week, but, uh, you know what, we're, we're on the mend and, and, uh, you know, it's been, I think the important thing is that we've been very transparent with each other. You know, we're not feeling well and all those things. And it got me to thinking, Kirby. <laughs> you know, right now, two of the most important things that distributors look for in a supplier are retail brands that resonate with the end user. I don't think that's up for debate. So if you're looking mm-hmm. to debate that, turn us off, go somewhere else. <laughs> but they're also they're also looking for a robust, transparent, and impactful program that gives Back. Mm. And I know that finding a supplier that's able to combine the two seems like the impossible, Kirby. It's like unicorns and the Texas Rangers winning World Series championships. (laughs) However, I'm here to tell you that there is one supplier that not only currently does this, but they have for years. And I think you probably know by now, I'm talking about our good friends over at Hirsch Gift. That's right, you're drinking out of that Patriot Tumblr, as am I. Mm, that is some tasty water i gotta tell you (laughs) so if you don't know what i'm talking about let me fill you in hirsch gift is a family-owned asi top 40 supplier with over 45 retail brands retail brands like anchor bodum targets two of my favorites meter the thermometer i use it Mm, all the time when i'm cooking and Brewmate, i use it all the time when i'm drinking while i'm cooking so that's a great combo Um, They have truly an amazing give back program with their amazing Patriot line of merchandise. We just showed a couple of the tumblers here. They are a national sponsor of Homes for Our Troops. It's a 501c3 that builds custom homes for wounded post-9-11 veterans. And and this number blew me away, and I think it's going to blow you away too, Kirby. Their lifetime donations to date is over $315,000. And I mean, I know that's about a half a year salary for the rest (laughs) of us. That's a big number. It's a big number. Um, I know, I'm joking. I know you're a big fan of a company that puts its money where its mouth is, but even that large number has to surprise you a little bit.
1: It really does actually. Um, Hirsch is one of those things and you've done a great job. whether they're a sponsor or not talking about that on this podcast about the initiatives that they have uh, been a part of you've done a great great job and obviously the patriot line is something that we both really like um and what i kind of like about it is they it feels like they just have and you mentioned it the 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 brands right they have a unique set of products that i don't feel like a lot of other suppliers have and so i'm a big fan of Hirsch gift and i certainly appreciate the give back initiative they have
0: Absolutely, Kirby. Even better, that give back program via the Patriot line is eligible for Hersh's free 24 hour rush next ship program. Uh, in an era where we have no idea what supply chain issues are or are not from day to day, man, yeah. um, that's amazing. So, again, That Patriot line is eligible for Hirsch's free 24-hour rush next ship program between now and September 30th of this year, which would be 2022. So you want to learn more, visit hg-promo.com slash ship for more information there. Or um, maybe just go to Uh, hg-promo.com to see... All of their amazing merchandise. Love it. I got to tell you, I always love talking about Hirsch because when it comes to amazing people doing amazing things in our industry, it really starts with Hirsch. So, love it. Cool. All right, man. All right. (coughs) COVID cough. Okay. So, (laughs) Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage of being uh, digitally uh, three feet from me. <laughs> uh, I hope I don't infect you with uh, COVID. I haven't. I'm later on today. I'm in day five. I do feel better, so I'm gonna take a test and see if I'm negative. I don't know what that even means. These tests are so. Uh, seems like their their reliability is a little uh, sketchy at best. But I'm gonna go ahead and do that. But. Uh, right now I have the upfront section of the podcast and I want to talk a little bit about the PPAI board candidates okay. and because I'm tired, cranky, I want to go on a rant. So, okay. there's that. um, so the slate for 2027, 20, uh, the class of 27, 2027 20, has been picked, uh, chosen, uh, Dan Pantano, who is the president and CEO of Alpha Broder Prime, uh, and Joshua White, who is the head of strategy for, uh, Bamco. Uh, two, two great companies there. So that's the supplier side and distributor side, uh, the voting they're cutting this year to only one week. Then uh, mm-hmm. where they're doing that to what they're telling us is allow more time for uh, new board member onboarding. think it's great. I don't think the voting needs to be this protracted long thing. I think a week mm-hmm. is plenty of time. Um, so that's going to be done through uh, August 29th, which is right around the corner through mm-hmm. September 6th electronically, yep. uh, 100% electronic this year. Um, couple things and i want to get your opinion and then then i want to go on my rant okay. um so uh, m- uh, people leaving the board uh renee jones she runs a distributorship in in the uh southeast uh todd potterbaum who mm-hmm. is the uh runs a, a distributorship in minnesota and he's the uh immediate past chair so he's rolling off what what i'm seeing is it, we're, we're it seems to in it, we're replacing a lot of smaller Companies mm. that are represented with larger companies, and I wanted to get your take on that. As someone who um, runs a very robust organization in our industry, certainly, but in the grand scheme of things, you are much still smaller. very much a small business. Yeah. How do you feel about that when you know when you see who's representing you on the board? Yeah, I think
1: okay. A couple things. Number one, uh, just just to mention a couple things that you mentioned. So one week for voting, yeah. by the way, totally yeah. fine. The, no we, that expands to you know it expands to fit and you said all electronic this year i'm like well no yeah. shit <laughs> what are we, i know it's not 19 it's not 1957 singles? okay sorry
0: that was like i no, literally made no. notes of that i was like well how and, else are we quick, doing it <laughs> real quick before you go both dan and josh great choices by the way great yeah. choices for for what yeah. they do i don't want whatever yeah. we're about to say to to negate that. Both very strong choices.
1: Yeah. And and so I guess here's what I would say.
0: Uh, And I haven't
1: really given that a lot of thought, if I'm being candid. I I didn't see those names and go, oh, well, gosh, they're not representing me, because I thought they were. Now, and I would also say that last year, Denise Tashiro, right, was was Mm -hmm. the one. And I would argue, now, Denise has a ton of uh, input in our industry. She does a lot of her uh, and her company, Fairware, but they're not a giant corporation either, right? Correct. So I would say that you know when I think of the last couple, I'm like, well, I feel represented because I think that there's someone of a size that does. Now I do think it's a it's an important consideration, um, but my my first reaction was doesn't bother me at all.
0: Same same reaction. Um, I think when people see uh, Alpha Broder Prime and Bamco, they think, oh, my gosh, large companies, because I've heard this before. And then if you take a minute and look at the current board, you have Denise Tashiro and you have you've had Renee Jones on there. You've had Todd Potomac. I do think it is a consideration. And I do think uh, PPAI has done a really great job and the nominating committee has done a very great job making sure that every level is represented. Yeah. And the other
1: thing I think that they do, and again, I've heard this from the, from the outside is that in doing the, but I like, I want to say the way that they've shifted, it used to be, you know, they'd have two distributors yeah. and two suppliers and you vote and it felt very much like a right. popularity contest that I didn't really love. Um, right. And I think that the way they're doing it now makes a ton more sense to me because you just go, look, yeah. we need somebody who has e-commerce, yeah. um, experience. Let's pick that because that'll be important for the board and it'll serve the, the community and the industry better. I actually really like that. And so I, yep. they, I think they think about that a lot more than I do. And so I sort of trust right. them to do that. So that's honestly my, my take
0: where they do a great job is really saying what skill sets do we need and who yes. possesses that within the promotional products industry. Yes. And they fill from that perspective. Yep. Now I'm going to go on my rant. Okay. Here's where this process has continually dropped the ball and continues to do so. Okay. And I say this before I start, I'm going to say this one thing. I do not wish to ever be on the PPI board. There was a time I did So when I tell you what I'm about to say, I am recusing myself from consideration and the conversation in terms of who should be on the board. Why the hell aren't service providers represented on the PPAI board? It drives me nuts. Service providers pay more in terms of dues if they choose to be a member of PPAI There are precious few benefits from being a member of PPAI as a service member. I've had conversations with Dale Demo about this and to his credit, he's been very receptive to what I've shared in terms of my honest and candid feedback. But you're telling me you don't want a Tim Andrews on your board from ASI because he works at a service provider, technically. You don't want a David Schultz. You don't want a Catherine Graham. That is so short-sighted. You're taking a group that is actually probably the most agnostic in the industry because they serve both sides and you're excluding them from the conversation. It's wrong. It needs to stop. They need to figure out how there's at least one board seat every year that a service provider is represented because it's really, really I think it's so short-sighted. I think you're cutting your nose off to spite your face, and it drives me nuts. So I, rec- I go ahead. I, I I will go off on this because it drives me bananas. Kirby, what say you? So
1: you're not gonna be able to read my handwriting, but because I wrote no. it down really quick. But oh it's, yeah, it's, it's service <laughs> provider. Service yeah. provider. Uh, I had a feeling I knew what you were gonna say. So, um, and here's the thing. Obviously, I you are you speak to this both. Eloquently and passionately, and I really appreciate this. I, I'm not. I'm neither as eloquent nor passionate about this. To me, it just seems weird. It just seems silly. Yeah. Um, and and again, to Dale's defense, we were having this conversation with Paul Bellantone,
0: absolutely <laughs> before him.
1: Like it just you're taking a a a percentage of the, and I can't speak to the, how many that is from a percentage perspective, but you're taking a percentage of our industry. Often a part of the industry. And I'll just say it, that are doing some of the most innovative work to serve the industry. Absolutely. And we're saying, no, we don't want them to have a seat at that table. It, it's weird to me. Now, again, I, I, I'm not a service provider. I don't. I probably yeah. don't have the same level of frustration about this because you are. But it it, it it is actively taking a group of people who, and again, you can still choose them. I'm sure there are wildly yeah. shitty service providers. Don't have them on the board. But the idea that, and you mentioned Catherine Graham or Mark Graham, or, and we're not running any campaign for anybody, but these are Jason Noakes. We are talking about some of the smartest people in our industry. And the idea that you're actively not having them on is weird. It's just
0: weird. Well, and, and the nominating committee generally isn't even aware of this. I was approached in 2014 when I was a service provider to run for the board. And I said, I was absolutely interested. Only get a call back two days later. Hey, sorry, you're a service provider. You can't. That's wrong. uh, I was able to serve as president of my regional association as a service provider. I was uh, chairman of the RAC board, the regional association board. I was able to serve at the highest level there. That's good enough, but I can't serve at the absolute pinnacle of service in the industry that bothers me to no end. And so I quote the, the late, great Lyndon Baines Johnson. If asked, I will not serve. I will not pursue that office. I don't want it. And that's why I feel very comfortable kind of uh, crowing about it on a podcast like this. It's not for me. I don't want it. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy or the inclination, but there are people who do. Yeah. There are people who do. So I would urge The people at PPAI who might be listening to this to really consider how do you be a little more inclusive, something we've talked about, uh, to service providers in the industry. I don't know if we need to amp up this podcast, but gosh (laughs) darn it, I'm going to do it anyway, Kirby. (laughs) That's right. Hey, distributors, is your marketing working? If you can't answer that question with an immediate, oh my gosh, it is, Bill then you need to reach out to our good pals over at Promopulse. They can help you consistently amplify your sales through stunningly beautiful outbound marketing that's so easy. You customize it, you set it, and then you forget it in five minutes. That's right, kids. Learn more over at promopulse.io slash amp. All right, Kirby, I need to take a deep breath here. I think mm-hmm. I probably used my COVID energy for the day. So uh, what, what topic do you have for us next? So the headline of this topic would be, I have outrage fatigue.
1: Um,
0: right. are you are you fatigued by my outrage?
1: <laughs> I no, I I enjoyed your outrage. Uh, okay, and it's cool. really not that it, it's not that I it don't get passionate about certain topics, right? But I think the my outrage fatigue is that they're just it's like there's what's the new thing today this week that I need to be outraged about. There's a new trending uh, thing on Twitter that someone's pissed about every day. Um, you know, I, I it, it actually, and and I think that I'm saying this to say that it actually detracts from the real things that we maybe should be. So what got me thinking about this was the term greenwashing, right? Mm-hmm. So the greenwashing is essentially that we were calling out greenwashing for corporations who are essentially saying that there are more environment environmentally friendly than they actually are. And there was a whole thing of, we need to call all these people out. And I remember thinking, this is something that I would normally be, yeah, yeah, we need to to call people out. But I was just exhausted by the idea of it. And I think it's because, you know, the week before it was Deshaun Watson's suspension. Then it's student, now today, it's student debt. The the greenwashing was the thing before. There's a new one every day, including pumpkin spice. Like literally- Everyone is pissed about something every single day and you're losing me. Like I, I, you know, I'm losing my enthusiasm for being mad about stuff. And so I guess my question to you is simple. Like, am I the only one or is it, A, do you have outrage fatigue too? And B, do you think this has a negative impact on things that actually matter?
0: I absolutely have outrage fatigue. I get tired of people being pissed off. Just because I want to be pissed off, yeah, it's a sport. I feel like we, have, yeah, <laughs> I, I we've become, and and again, I do blame a lot of this on social media because everybody's got a voice now. Yeah, and I'm here to tell you, not everybody should have a voice. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mean that in a crappy way. Everybody should be allowed to express their opinions and things like that, but the way things are presented so many times on social media are. It's not in the form of a conversation. It's not in the form of anything constructive. It's just, I hate this. And we have become a society that is fueled by anger and irritation. And so, you know, I, while I'm like, for example, our previous topic, while I'm passionate about that, I really think PPAI is doing a good job. I think they're missing the mark in one area and I'm passionate about it. I'm not angry about it. I don't get it like you. I get very frustrated when I turn on uh, social media, which I'm doing less and less of these days, quite frankly, yeah. because I don't really care what everybody thinks about student debt. It's a very complex issue, and I'm pretty sure my opinion's not going to be swayed by mm-hmm. a two-sentence rant about it. Yeah. Um, same thing with, you know, I've way backed off the pumpkin spice thing. That used to be a funny little thing for me. Now it's become like a thing. I'm like I distance from it. Yeah, you much. don't care that much. <laughs> I yeah. don't. Yeah, to me, it was right. always just funny. Yeah. Um, so I, I do have that I don't look to live my life in some degree of anger and irritation. Yeah. And I don't appreciate things that put me in that mode. Yeah. So that's much like to. we talked about it is, and much like we talked a few weeks ago, Kirby, that. I don't watch the news. I really I really don't. I read the news. Places of my choosing. Yes, there's bias. I'm not going to get into that again. But I don't. Well, I'd watch it because it just, it's inflammatory. It's intentionally inflammatory. Yes, Social media it. these days is a lot of times intentionally inflammatory. And yes, I know I can play with all the dials and the levers and c- customize my feed. Man, I don't got time for that. I got, no. I'm working in two companies right now. So yeah. I got no time for that. Yeah. So I just want to know about barbecue bourbon and van halen and that's about it when i turn on social media well and i think it's but those you know those of us who do our
1: job and have social media Mm -hmm. as a part of it it is really hard right it's Um, difficult i can't turn it off
0: i want to yeah
1: so so i get that but i i do think that you know in the interest of something you've said many times is don't come to the the conversation with a problem without a solution and i one of the things that i've repeatedly said and i struggle with and i think sometimes uh, things like this are good advice, but they're hard to follow. you know um, But I think for me the whenever I find myself being sucked down the latest anger hole, um, it's just I need to start defining myself from, by what I'm for and yep. not what I'm against. And I think that we have a culture yep. that is just defining themselves by Damn. if if I think electric cars, if I think Biden likes them, they suck. And it's right, and it and it or, or the opposite is true, right? If if Trump wants to do tax cuts, it's a terrible yeah. idea. Like guys, just define yourself so, by what
0: you're for. I and I love that. It's a it's a, it's a glass half full, empty perspective, and yeah. it's what I'm for, not what I'm against. I love that. I also think change starts with me. Yeah. So when I am scrolling on on social media, and that's a big part of what I do yeah. in terms of my job, how I make my living. There's times I see something and I vehemently disagree with what someone's writing. And I I might think it's ignorant or ill-timed or whatever. And I'll start writing something out and I'll take a break and I go, why am I engaging here? And I (laughs) stop engaging because all I'm doing is perpetuating that which I detest. So I agree with you. I think you figure out what do you stand for and pick your battles too. Not everything needs to be debated to the nth degree.
1: Yeah.
0: no, Agreed. (laughs) COVID cough. Yeah. No, it's and again, so I,
1: it, it I am a pretty positive guy, and I have really mm-hmm. been struggling with this lately that it's like every day I come up and there's a new thing I'm supposed to be pissed mm-hmm. about, and it 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 just is it's exhausting
0: it, it is. and again, we have become a society that anger is our fuel. Yeah. And, and I don't like it. it's 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 a dangerous road. We're going down on that stuff. i don't I don't like it. I just want to see rainbows and lollipops sometimes <laughs> on social media. Man, All man. right, Kirby. Yeah, and Van Halen. All right, Kirby. Let's talk poutine. You know what poutine is, right? I have no idea. (laughs) It sounds like a dirty word. (laughs) No, no. Poutine is an amazing dish from our friends up in Canada. So what it is, it's French fries, okay, topped with cheese curds, and then smothered in brown gravy. It's it's quite delicious. I will tell you, it's fabulous. Okay. So I have a candidate for the best promotional product in the history of ever. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. That's right. And I and look, I wouldn't take this lightly. I'm not joking around <laughs> here. This is a Montreal Alouettes, which is the Canadian Football League. One of their teams, the Montreal Alouettes poutine helmet. Now, this comes to us from our pals over at promo, promo marketing. <laughs> COVID cough. Um, it's a replica helmet that sells for about seventy dollars uh, U.S. Um, and it reminds me, uh, you put the poutine in the top and there's a little chip area in the, in the face mask area. Um, you have to buy the poutine to get the helmet. So it's like a, it's a package okay. deal, right? Like that and it kind okay. of reminds me of that excitement of remember when you go to a ball game as a kid and you get the soft serve ice cream and the okay. mini batting helmets, right? Yep. Reminds me of that. So it's limited quantity and you like I said, you do have to buy the poutine to get one. <laughs> to me, this is how promo is done because it's an actual replica helmet. It's not just some cheap plastic one. It's a replica helmet they've hollowed out and put a bowl in for poutine, yeah. which I think is just genius. Why can't we get this kind of innovation in the United States, Kirby? Why does Canada <laughs> have all the nice things? I think it's the Grams, really.
1: I think it's, okay. it's yeah, I think it's them. They they're the well, reason that Canada has all
0: the nice things. Well, joking aside, it got me to thinking, Kirby, <laughs> okay. if we could take some helmets and I, I need your help on this. Okay. If we took some helmets from sports teams in the United States, what would we fill them with? OK, okay? okay. so obviously Canada makes a lot of sense in Montreal to fill it with with luscious, luxurious, amazing poutine. If you had a Cleveland Browns helmet, Kirby, what would you fill it with? Mm-hmm. And I have my answers as well. Yeah, you got Cleveland.
1: a few of these. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what Cleveland is really known for from a food perspective. All right, well, I would
0: I'd fill it with sadness and broken dreams. <laughs> See, that's that's, me.
1: Uh, I was going to say I was going to say Great Lakes Brewing uh, would have been. Okay. That was honestly the first thing that popped in my head. And I then, think that's then, great. And a Cleveland steamer. But we don't want to do that.
0: Okay, whoa. OK. <laughs> An Ohio State University helmet. What would you fill that with, Kirby? Ohio State
1: University. I feel like my... It doesn't
0: have to be food or drink, clearly. My
1: my Buckeyes friends are probably mad at me but uh, because I'm not coming up with what the food uh, or drink is. Um, Uh, I mean, obviously, Buckeyes of some sort, some sort of nut.
0: Okay. Okay, I'm thinking you take a magazine and cut out the word the as many times as possible so you can (laughs) fill the helmet with that since they now own the word the. All right, a Pittsburgh... Oh boy, he's got Ohio State Buckeye little little bippy socks on. All right, <laughs> a Pittsburgh Steelers helmet.
1: Ah, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. What is, what's Pittsburgh known for? I mean, other than
0: you could say a permanti Brothers sandwich, you know, where they put the French fries on the sandwich.
1: Okay, Iron sure. City beer. Like, Iron City. I kind of yeah, that that kind of comes to mind. I mean, I'm not okay if I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I'm not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so I, I know so I'm not, I'm not and, doing well in this game. I
0: apologize. That's okay. A Pittsburgh Steelers helmet to me, when I think of Pittsburgh Steelers, and I, I know Josh Robbins will totally agree with me on this. When I think of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think of excellence. So <laughs> I would fill those with all the Super Bowl rings. I probably actually need to get another helmet just uh, to fit them all. Quite frankly, uh, all right, Kirby. Josh, Tennessee Titans helmet. Punch him in the leg. Uh, uh, Tennessee Titans helmet. Are you waving the white flag on this game? Do you want me to just go down? No, no,
1: quality? it's a, it's a, I'm trying to think. I so so, so at parties. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, very good. I put bride squad sashes. Okay, so bride I'm starting to understand sashes. your your. You are. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I was Las thinking, food Vegas. purely. Yeah. No, you can do whatever you want. This is. Okay. Hey, look, there's no rules here, Kirby. Okay. No wrong answers. Okay. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders helmet.
1: Las Vegas Raiders uh coin to- tokens or something like that or I was thinking poker chips but I
0: oh the, oh the, the things that they what is that? clap
1: on the Oh <laughs>
0: the little little hand cards that's a good one I let's go with that I was just I actually went with uh casino chips okay, but yeah, I like yours I like better <clears throat> a Dallas Cowboys helmet
1: uh gosh See, the problem is everything I think
0: is funny is totally inappropriate. So I don't know. Michael Irvin would probably fill it with cocaine. Okay. I was thinking money because that's all Jerry Jones cares about, and that's why <laughs> Cowboys will never win a Super Bowl. All right, Kirby, last one. The Texas A&M Aggies.
1: Um, you know, I think – so indictments. Indictments
0: okay. from Johnny Manziel. I think you'd fill it with Okay. That. Wrong, the correct answer is money, but for a different reason money because that's how we got our number one recruiting class, and how we will need to pay Jimbo Fisher when we win the national championship this year. Kirby, <laughs> oh, wow! All right, well, that's you know,
1: I, I do respect the uh, the hope of a fan base before they get uh, thumped.
0: Yeah, uh, no, I know, I, I have a feeling <laughs> my, my beloved Texan and Maggie's are going to ride into Tuscaloosa on uh, October the 8th and get a, a 50 burger beat down on them. Uh, Kirby, you got another topic for us or are we good? I I don't keep track of the time in this podcast. You do.
1: We are, we are pretty good. So yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. I've got, I've got, we'll do a tease because I've got a topic for next week that is about goals and whether you should be um, you should have goals that other people are able to help you with, or you should exclude other people from your goals. We can talk about how you feel about that next week.
0: I love that. And also Kirby and I talked about this offline last week and we're going to launch something on this podcast next week. Mm, that's that's right. never been done in the history of, of radio broadcasting. <laughs> that's not <true>. Non-radio broadcasting, <coughs> podcasting. It's never been done in the history of any sort of casting ever. Now, if you can't like get jacked up for that. Wow. But I'm telling you, you don't want to miss Next week's episode, and I'll tell you something else you don't want to miss, Kirby, and that's the opportunity to work with our good pals over at Hirsch Gift. They have that amazing Patriot line of of, of merchandise. You know, we talked about it earlier. Kirby's drinking out of one. I'm drinking out of one. The two most important things distributors are looking for, really, it's retail brands that resonate with the end user. Hirsch's got you covered by a mile on that. They have forty over forty five retail brands that are just amazing. But they also want distributors also want that robust, transparent, and impactful program that gives back. And Hirsch has done that by partnering uh, with uh, the national sponsor for Homes for Our Troops. It's a five hundred one c three that builds custom homes for wounded post nine eleven veterans. Lifetime donations have exceeded three hundred fifteen thousand dollars. And wow. right now, you want to participate in that. Their amazing Patriot line is eligible for Hirsch's free. 24-hour Rush Next Ship program between now and September 30th of this year. Visit hg-promo.com slash nxtship for more information and to see all the eligible merchandise for that program. And I got to tell you, people who, you know, I th- we have so many good people in our industry. Yeah. But I'll tell you on the Mount Rushmore of good people in the industry are Peter and Paul Hirsch and they run a fabulous, fabulous company. And I got to tell you, integrity, 100%, Nine thousand times over anybody else. so can't can't recommend them highly enough. so awesome. you also can't recommend turning off this podcast now. I think we're done. poutine